0: You're listening to Epic Catharsis, Storytelling Do's and Don'ts, the podcast where an expert and an in-law discuss storytelling and how it could lead you to catharsis.
1: Hi, I'm your host Kelly.
0: And I'm your host Tyler.
1: And today we are doing a rankings video. Not, not our typical rankings where we have a long list of things, but just a best and a worst. Pokemon generations, sort of rooted in which game those generations were introduced.
0: It's the 25th anniversary this week, so we figured it was about time to celebrate um, some of these huge games that have been part of our culture for the last 25 years. I mean, everything from the anime to the video games to now phone games and all types of merchandise, Pokemon has been a part of everything across the world.
1: Even the trading card game, it's inundated into every culture on the globe.
0: Even if you haven't played the games, you still have a basic, probably a basic understanding of kind of what Pokemon is and how everything's going on.
1: And also, if you can't appreciate anything else about Pokemon, the theme song from the original generation goes so hard. You can't ignore how good that is, at least.
0: It is definitely the best intro to any of the anime sequences, in my opinion.
1: In Pokemon, or in anime in general.
0: Well, no, 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 just in in the Pokemon series.
1: Oh, for sure. It's obviously the best one. It's iconic.
0: We figured we'd talk about our worst Pokemon games that we've played in the generations, not any of the extended games um as well as our favorite games that we've played so far and some of the reasons why cuz i feel like there's going to be definitely some varying opinions on these and if we were to go through every single generation it this would be a super long episode and we're just going to kind of hit the highlights for you
1: yeah this one's going to be a bit of a mini episode but um also disclaimer these are for me at least there is no like element of storytelling, reason why they are better or worse, it is just my opinion and nostalgia and how I felt playing the games as a child and as an adult. So
0: completely subjective.
1: Yes, very subjective.
0: And I'm actually going to be kind of coming from a different angle. I don't think I was really focusing too much on the storytelling with these games. Um, for those who don't know, I actually just got into Pokemon for the first time what, about a year and a half ago? So I played through all eight gens within a year. Um, I think I got Sword and Shield about five or six months after it came out. And it was an interesting journey to start all the way at the beginning and play them through having played none and learning all the different new takes that were coming into them and everything. So I have a less nostalgic viewpoint on them all, but still a huge appreciation for what they've done in this series. And
1: I think it will also change a bit too, because you played these original games. Like sometimes it's really hard to go back and play a game that was released in like the eighties or nineties. Um, just because the graphics weren't there and the systems weren't the same and not as fast, not as smooth. Um, Because just for example, I was talking to someone who really loves Harvest Moon, and they were trying to play Stardew Valley, which has that sort of old pixel kind of artwork vibe. And they said they didn't like it, even though I also like Harvest Moon, but I thought Stardew Valley was better. But I also grew up with that art style, so... I bet it was really fun to play Pokemon from beginning to now and watch the evolution of the artwork in the games and the, oh my the coding. Gosh.
0: There were so many great things that I loved about it. We, you know, you get to a new game and you're finally like, "Yes, this makes it so much easier." But then you also see some things getting taken away or changed that you're like, "Why? Why would you do this? This doesn't make any sense."
1: Oh, the big one for me with that was, I think it was Pearl and Diamond version. And they had, you could like dig up fossils and they had the, um, it was like almost like apps on the lower screen of the DS. And in the next version, they took some of those features away and I was, I loved those. They were so good to me and I was a little upset that they took some of that stuff out of the games. But, anyways, let's jump in. I will go first with my best game. Um, And this was really hard for me because I love, a lot of these games. Um, Generation 3 was the big one for me when I started Ruby version. Um, so that one was really nostalgic for me, but I really had to keep thinking. I was like, maybe that's not it. Um, and then I thought about uh, Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver. Because Gold was, I think, the first version I ever beat. And that was super nostalgic, but then it also took you into another region, which was a great game, but then I was thinking, like, we're not thinking about games, though, we're thinking about kind of generations in-games, so I'm going to go with Yellow Version as my best.
0: As your best one?
1: As my best one. Mostly for nostalgia, honestly. It was such a fun game for me to play as a kid, and I just loved it, and I loved that it was just. I loved that you could start with Pikachu and it got to walk around with you like it was your little puppy following you around and stuff and you could like love it and whatever. And, um, and then you still got all three starters, which was so cool because you didn't have to find one of your friends with a Game Boy and then you had to find like a link trading cable and plug all the Game Boy stuff in and then trade everything. It was just. Fun. It was just fun. And I loved it. And that's really the only reason. I, there's, there's no thought no really logic to it just just emotion i loved that game
0: you know there's so many people that that say that gens kind of one through three especially with kanto or you know red blue and yellow being their favorite in gen one because it's that nostalgia it's what they grew up with it's what got them into the franchise and started them on the pokemon card trading and so many different things um unfortunately i just can't i couldn't you know come from that angle you know uh, starting you know basically starting a year and a half ago i was handed yellow i think it was actually your version of it and i I went through yeah i went through to play it and i could see what everybody was talking about was how fun it was and some of the aspects that were so great but and I know that it's nostalgia for you, but that was so hard for me to get through. Like as far as it is as the, old. It's it's just the old graphics and the original way the system was, there were so many bugs with some of the way that power up moves work and the psychic types were way overpowered in Gen 1. Yeah, they were. If you had a psychic <laughs> type, I mean that was the game. I mean you could you could roll the entire way once you through. caught your
1: Abra, you were basically smooth sailing from there.
0: Oh, absolutely! And I don't even think I needed to try to get an Alakazam. Like you just, you just stay with the Kadabra, and you could, you could roll right through the Pokemon gym. It felt like, or the uh, well, you
1: probably couldn't have even gotten an Alakazam anyway, because
0: I don't trait, think I yeah. have a,
1: I don't think I have a link cable anymore. So when Tyler first got into these games, I have almost all of the original Game Boy cartridges. I have a good bit of them. And I put them all in a bag, and I put a Game Boy Advance SP in the bag. And I just handed him the bag. And I was like, You can get me, but get these back to me whenever. I still don't think I've gotten them back, but that's okay, because I don't have time. But, anyways.
0: Well, it was also kind of rough to play through because, like, I hit a wall, especially at the end of Yellow. You, I got to a point where I said, Okay, I have to train up to have all my level Pokemon somewhere within level 50. And I think I beat the eighth gym around level 40. And like that last 10 level grind, like I know it's not much nowadays because we have the XP share and stuff and it makes it a whole lot easier. But back then, like it was in order to find a patch of grass that had high enough level Pokemon to grind, it was rough. That is the
1: thing about Yellow. The original games, I think, were a lot harder than the newer games because the newer games are basically built for you to just hammer out the story and like, a couple weeks or less maybe a couple days even and then it's all about online playing where the older games it was there was a lot more of a focus on the plot and they were simpler you didn't have to worry about ivs you didn't have to worry about the um the the nature of the pokemon or anything it was just they were there they existed and you could do it if you wanted to but it wasn't like a big deal
0: now of course they did have some competitive stuff back then, but like you said with the link cables, it was very limited what they could do back with the original Game Boy system. If they had the difference in technology, you know, that like if Pokemon came out for the first time in this year, it would all be about the online stuff still. So I think it's mostly well, just sure. the just the difference in technology and the age.
1: That that is true. Um, but all things considered, because I think I love the game the most even thinking about the games today because it was so simple and because it wasn't focused on competition and being the best it was just having fun and maybe you can have fun with your friends too it was just wholesome i don't know that's my favorite
0: it was definitely fun well when it comes to my favorite (laughs) it's funny because i feel like i'm gonna have very controversial takes for both of my favorite and my least favorite but for my favorite it's going to have to be X and Y in the Kalos region. I truly enjoyed... I think uh, we had version X that you let me borrow. And I truly loved it. I the As much as I could tell immediately how easy it was. I think I... I think, no lie, I flew through that game in three days. Like, I just sat down and knocked it out. And I ran through the whole thing. I don't even think I caught very many pokemon i just ran through it and tried to beat the storyline i thought it was a very beautiful storyline looking at how the the death machine or the world ending machine had gone through back in the past as well as now and how they were trying to resurrect it to take over everything and restructure the way that pokemon are and the way that humans interact with them and it just, it, I thought it was very, very intense. And sometimes, you know, the the stories aren't that great. I just thought this one was fun. I also, in my opinion, thought this one had a really good roster of Pokemon. There's a lot of forgettable ones in X and Y and Kalos region. But I thought that truly some of them were the best. I mean, if you played through it and didn't have Greninja, I'm, I'm sorry. Because you could pretty much beat the whole game with Greninja. And he's amazing.
1: Yeah, and... Actually the it's Xerneas, right? That was the legendary for that one.
0: Yeah. Oh man That was Xernius a beautiful design. Absolutely.
1: I loved the design for Xerneas. The when I was picking out which game to get, I think I had a friend and they were like, i oh I'm getting why and I was like, I don't know why, because that Pokemon looks like really stupid. Xerneas looks friggin' cool though, so I'm gonna get I base it purely on the design of the legendaries.
0: I think, I think that's what I would do, too, if a new one came out now. Um, and as much as I hear people talk about the fact that with X and Y and Kalos, you have the introduction of fairy types, and it completely nerfed the dragons and kind of took them down a peg. And now fairy is basically one of the, if not the strongest type. I, I have a personal liking for dragon types. I enjoy them. So it was a little bit upsetting to see that, but it was also fun because it made it challenging in an aspect of I can't just play an OP dragon type. I have to actually think about this a little bit more. And it gave it a little bit more depth to it. Now I still think the introduction of steel and dark types in Gen two was better than the fairy type. Like I still think those are the best, you know, new Pokemon types. They were to come much out. more
1: seamlessly introduced for sure.
0: Absolutely, and there's there's a whole lot I don't like about the fairy types right now. M- mostly the lack of move pool right now because there just isn't a lot of stuff out there, even with sword and shield.
1: What is it but- like Moonbeam, and that's about as good as it's gonna get? But I mean, that's yeah, it's like
0: Moonblast and fair or rough play, and another one or two that just they're not there's not enough to really give you a a complete list.
1: I mean, I think that's their way of creating some kind of balance, though, because fairy types really are pretty op.
0: They are, they are. But all that to say, even though it's a very controversial generation and some people thought it was too easy and going back to basics, it was my favorite. It was one that I truly sat down and I enjoyed it from start to finish. And I knew that going into it, it would be easier than the other ones. And maybe that's why I didn't care as much, but it it truly was really fun to me.
1: I mean, that's fair. X and Y were, they were fun. Not knocking you there. Not my favorite, but they were, they were fun. They were. It was middling game for me, but also it did not have that nostalgia factor. So,
0: yeah, and that's the thing is that I, I, since I don't have the nostalgia for any of them, that one was just if you pure look at the Pokemon, look at the the region and how much fun I had playing it. That one was the top for me.
1: All right. Well, I guess I'll go ahead and hit up my worst one now. Um, I had a lot of trouble with this too because I really don't hate any of the main games, like the generation-introducing games. There are games that I really did, did dislike, like Pokken Tournament. I wasn't a fan of that. But um, It's so
0: hard because these games have such small margins that they're so good, and it's hard. it would be hard to rank them actually, like, one through eight or yeah, things like yeah, that. Yeah, I'd
1: have to play through all of them again. But anyways, I think my least favorite... Generation introducing versions were black and white, the originals. Um,
0: I can see that argument.
1: I hated almost all of the new Pokemon designs. I mean, they put in a trash bag and like an embryo and an ice cream cone. And I just, it was so stupid. I think they just had brain farts and they were like, well, guys, I guess let's just hit the town and see what we uh, see what inspires us. And they passed an ice cream shop, and they passed a bunch of litter, and maybe they passed a pregnant woman or something. I don't know. It, they were not very inspired character designs. I, I really hated those Pokemon. And then, on top of that, I know these games are actually praised by a lot of people for having a great story. But I got bored. And honestly, never... Fi- I didn't finish White, because White is the version that I had. I didn't finish that for a long time. Because I just didn't care. Which is different for me. Because I've beat almost... I think i beat every Pokemon version other than that one up to that point. Except for Crystal. I never beat Crystal. Confession. I've heard it's amazing. But I started it's it and I never good. had a chance to finish. It's pretty good. Finish. Never had a chance to finish. Um, but yeah, I just... I thought the character, the, the Pokemon designs were horrendous. And... The story maybe it was the bad guys. I don't know. I just thought it was blah. It was very blah for me.
0: I think it's it's so hard when you take a game that's the second on a console because what they pretty much have done is two games on each console. Um I think, you know, with Gen 1, that came out on the the old original Game Boy Game Boy with Color. Game Boy Color. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Or no, Game Boy Color was Gen three, wasn't it? With no, I think Ruby, Game Mega. Boy.
1: No, um, that Ruby and Sapphire, Omega Ruby and, Sapphire. and Alpha Sapphire were later, but um, or Alpha uh, yeah, but um, no Game Boy Color. They were Game Boy SP, Game Boy Advance SP. There was the Game Boy, the Game Boy Color, the Game Boy Advance, and the Game Boy Advance SP. Gotcha. Yeah. They
0: well, were regardless, SP. regardless, most of them. Like Diamond and Pearl and Black and White were both on the Nintendo DS. Then you had X and Y as well as Sun and Moon that were on the 3DS. So usually on the second game of the console, you're expecting it to be really this up and out amazing game. And Black and White compared to Gen 4 games of Diamond and Pearl just did not hit that mark. They really didn't. You were expecting these huge upgrades, and they just did not hit it. And I thought there was some really, really good Pokemon in Gen 5. I loved uh, Darumaka. I loved Axew, Dragon-type, of course. I I liked a lot of them.
1: I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I guess I, I shouldn't say I hated all of them, because there were some really nice designs in there. But I just, a lot of the, a lot of them were not forgettable because they were so stupid.
0: They just really did not live up to the hype and the standard i thought that diamond and pearl kind of put out there cuz i feel I, like you know, gen never, 4 was amazing
1: i never thought about it that way but i think you that brings that's a really good point cuz i adored diamond and pearl version i they were so much fun and i had a blast playing those they're up there with my top favorite top favorite pokemon games in general and um i guess to follow that up with white was just underwhelming to say the least. So I think you bring up a really good point.
0: Yeah, Diamond and Pearl for me were really, really close seconds on my list. Um, and there are probably some days where they would be number one. Um but yeah to, to follow up something like Diamond and Pearl with black and white just really did not did not sit well with me. And I, I really quick I wanted to bring up this other fact of Gen six with Kalos with the reason of why X and Y was so good for me is that following Black and White, even though you had these easier games for X and Y, this introduction of the Mega Evolution changed the game. And I don't think, personally, that the Z-moves in Alola, nor the Gigantamax in the current Sword and Shield games, those little gimmicks and stuff, I don't think that those are anything in comparison to Mega Evolution. I think that that set a standard that they haven't been able to follow up with since.
1: Uh, Yeah. I I would agree with that. But... Let's hear your worst, and I have a feeling I'm going to strongly disagree, but let's hear them.
0: So for my worst one, I'm actually going to have to change it up from what I was talking to you about before we started recording. Initially, I had told Kelly that I had wanted to do Pokemon Yellow, Pokemon Red and Blue, the first gen games, for my least favorite, mostly citing the the reasons of kind of what I already talked about, how it was rough to play through with the older games and not having any nostalgia for it, but looking back on it, the Kanto region has influenced everything so much that I cannot put them as my least favorite generations, even though they were rough to play through, but I really am going to put, I think, Generation 7, Sun and Moon on my least favorite. And I know that a lot of people didn't like these for the simple fact of they changed too much you know, you go from having the traditional gems and the Elite Four to now you're doing the Kahuna Battles and the Totems and you go through a very, very short Elite Four type deal. Um, and I think it just rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And for me personally, I never cared for the Z-moves. I thought that the Z-moves were like a very cheap Mega Evolution. It was like a one-time super move that if it hit was great but i don't think it did the same effect as whenever you had a full extra mega uh, evolution and now you get to sit there with a pokemon and wreck havoc with as many moves as you can use before you go back down so i thought that you know gen 7 was just very forgettable i thought the story was pretty decent but the introduction of the ultra beast kind of felt a little too sci-fi for me felt a little bit out of the realm of possibilities Four Pokemon. And I just thought that they were the most forgettable games. And the ones that I probably am least likely to go back and go play.
1: Yeah. I, I, think, I, I think I would agree with that. I, they're very middling for me. Because I didn't really necessarily love them. And I didn't really necessarily hate them. They were just kind of another generation to play through. It's almost... And... I hate to admit. But for you guys... I will. I have become very bored of the typical Pokemon formula. I will say that. Because playing generation after generation of the same thing in with slightly different skins over and over again for the last, god, 15 years or so that I've been playing the Pokemon games. Probably since I was around 10. Um, I'm just bored. You know exactly what's going to happen, some new Pokemon are going to be introduced, yay! And then... You come up across whatever version of Team Rocket they come up with next. And I don't know, it's just, it's gotten really boring. Because I don't really do the online stuff either though, I, I just like to play things, I don't really like to compete. I just like to play things for the plot, and the fun of it. It's just not getting fun, it's not as fun anymore. And that's a me problem.
0: And there are so many things that I loved about Generation 7. I liked a lot of the Pokemon and stuff. I thought the introduction of regional forms was really, really smart. And I was glad to see them continue into Sword and Shield. I really liked that aspect of it. But when we, you know, kind of break things down throughout the entire game, I just never felt a sense of, like they were trying to be unique in the way that this game was, or these games were supposed to go. But it still never felt unique. It felt like they were just cheating us of what we already knew and loved, if that makes any sense.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
0: And I will say that I have never been I have never been a fan of hand holding in video games. And that generation seven with sun and moon they really is like every time you go to a new location it was like here let me get you this guide to walk you from point a to point b over this entire island the entire game like i never felt like i was released onto my own it was very very frustrating
1: yeah yeah i agree i agree with that can't be mad can't be mad over what you what you've decided
0: so Real quick before we go, what is your favorite Pokemon? 25th anniversary is coming up this week. Hopefully we're going to get, you know, the big reveal of the next game this year. Either, what is it? It's going to either be today on Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, I'm thinking. I think the actual Pokemon day is Saturday. But we got all this cool stuff to look forward to. So when it's all said and done, what is the one Pokemon that you enjoy playing with when you play your games?
1: Oh man, is it a favorite Pokemon in general, or does it have to be my favorite one to play with?
0: No, you can do you can do in general because it's hard to play through them all. With some games having every Pokemon and some of them don't.
1: That's fair. Um, okay, can I pick two? They're kind Go for of it. siblings. Um, Go for it. I love Mew and Mewtwo. Here's why. Um, so I'm gonna have to say. Mew and Mewtwo, I can't choose between the two, because they're so different, but also, like, I always just look at them almost as synonymous. So with Mewtwo, in the old Pokemon, ver- the old Pokemon movie, when he says, I see now that the circumstances of one one's birth are irrelevant, it is what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are. Like, to throw that into a children's movie from a Pokemon was insane. And Mewtwo, anytime Mewtwo is involved in a plotline, it's a good plotline. And I will fight anybody who disagrees. Um, And my reason for Mew is much less cerebral. Mew's just adorable and fun and kind and just I love it. I love Mew. That's my reasons. Some of my favorites.
0: It's so great that they were able to take Pokemon with Mewtwo and teach kids something so invaluable.
1: I mean, really? like The themes in that movie were so profound. But anyways, who are yours?
0: It's so hard to pick my favorite Pokemon... Because sometimes you don't get to play with some of them until right at the end of the game, and you don't get a lot of joy playing them. But whenever you see them, you just look at it, and it screams, Pokemon, this is amazing, this is threatening, yet cute. And so many people use their own criteria for what they think makes a great Pokemon and everything. For me, there's definitely an aspect of menace to it. And I don't know if any Pokemon captures the huge encompassment of everything that I love when it came to these games more than Rayquaza did. And I know that's a very, very common, fun one to pick. And as much as I actually was not a huge fan of Gen 3 games, when I got my Rayquaza in Emerald, I don't think I used any other Pokemon the rest of that game. Like, Rayquaza is, without a doubt, one of the coolest Pokemon that has ever been made. And it just, it looks like, just like in the game, whenever it comes out of the sky to stop the fighting between the other two legendaries, it just has this presence. When it's shown on screen or when it comes into the page, it's Rayquaza is here and it is now in charge. And I just, I love that.
1: That's fair. That's a fair point. You know our favorite Pokemon... Um, we want to know yours. Comment, let us know. Also, what was your favorite generation and your least favorite generation, and why? You can find links to our social media on www.epicatharsis.com.
0: Everybody has such strong opinions on these topics, and I can't wait to see what all of you guys have to say. And I really cannot wait for the announcements this at the end of this week with the Pokemon 25th anniversary. Because I know that we are getting Diamond and Pearl remakes, I just believe it, and I think those are going to be potentially the greatest games that have been made. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to this episode, and we'll see you next time on Epic Catharsis.
1: Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Epic Catharsis. Check us out at our website, www.epiccatharsis.com, or you can check out our Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram pages and let us know what you thought. We'll be back Sunday, so don't forget to subscribe for more episodes. Okay, bye!